So when was the last time you were driving down the road and you heard this? Recalculating. You know, when you hear that, it doesn't mean just stop or just choose some random direction. No, it's going to give you specific directions for how to continue toward the goal that you had. Hey, that's our focus for this week, how to recalculate and how to choose a specific direction so you don't get lost wandering. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. You know, I want to just spend a little time on this idea of recalculating. How to correct our thinking about a mistake. When we recalculate, we can choose another direction. You know that voice that you hear, the voice I played there a minute ago, that voice you hear when the GPS is telling you, hey, you need to choose a new direction. I'll tell you which one to go. You need to just figure this thing out. Something's going to rye in the way you were going. Recalculating. There you go. Recalculating. You know what? The thing about that voice is it's never frustrated. It's always calm, always consistent. You can recalculate, but recalculating will actually increase your self-confidence, self-esteem. When you increase your self-confidence and self-esteem, you'll gravitate toward other people who are high achievers as well. And we got some questions that are going to relate to that that we're going to be talking about here recalculate. What is it that you want to accomplish? You know, I was in a class recently, an online class, and one of the ladies in there knows me, and she sent me a note that she was surprised to see me in there. Actually, it's a podcasting class. It's a podcasting course. It's eight weeks. I paid for the course with Eric Johnson, our podcast talent coach, and our 48 Days community. But I paid to take this course on podcasting and she was surprised because she is thinking about starting a podcast. I, on the other hand, have been podcasting for 16 years. Before that, I was on radio for six years. I've been doing this a long time, but I continue to learn. How can I do this better? And I just responded to her. She was surprised to see that I was in a course when I've been podcasting for so long and have a you know highly rated podcast. no. That's what I do. Right now, I'm, I'm taking, I'm actually in four different courses as I think about it. The podcasting course, I'm taking a course called The Noticer. It's based on Andy Andrews' book, The Noticer. It's six weeks of going through the content of that book. And it's a book that I really love. And I want to learn how to be a better noticer, how to see things that other people don't see. I'm also going through Stu McLaren's membership course. Uh, we have an online membership, again, that's going very, very well, but I took his course. So I'm going through that. It's very, very lengthy, and I'm taking lots and lots of notes. I'm printing off all the worksheets, going through that, learning how to do that better. And then I'm in a writer's mastermind where we meet every two weeks. We go through how to do a better job with our writing. I'm constantly recalculating where am I wanting to go How am I going to get there? So if you need new results, if that has to do with food or friends or other kind of goals that you have, I mean, when I think about some of the goals that I have right now, 
One of those is in fitness. I just had a birthday, reminded I'm getting a little older, but I want to be in the best shape of my life. And I'm working on that and I'm excited about what I'm doing. But one of those things, in addition to working with a trainer and going to our club here to work out, doing a a routine, a rotation through all the machines three times a week, is to get my weight down to 165. Now, I haven't been there in a lot of years, but this morning I weighed 168.8. So it's within sight. I know I can get there. But another thing that I'm doing this year is I set a budget for clothing. Now, when you think about this, I mean, I have clothes that I've had for a very long time. And being raised as I was, I don't want to be wasteful in any area. So if I have a shirt that I've had for 20 years, why wouldn't I just keep wearing that? Well, let me tell you why I don't do that. I budgeted for this year, actually, I budgeted $200 a month for clothing. Now, I forced myself to do that, to spend it. It's not because my clothes are worn out or, well, I suppose some of them are out of fashion for sure, but I do it to please Joanne, my wife. She's amazing at just shopping carefully for clothing that makes her look gorgeous. Well, if I show up in a shirt that I've had for 20 years, it may still be okay. It's not worn out. But there's another issue that I'm addressing, not just having a shirt that's not worn out, but having something that will please my wife. So I'm doing that. Now, those are just some examples of the kind of things that um, I want to encourage you to look at. What is it that you want new results in? What area do you want? And maybe you need to recalculate. So we got some questions going to relate to that. Here's some of the things we'll be looking at today. Dan, how can I combine and leverage my paid courses, newsletter, subscription service, membership, mastermind group, and teaching? All right, right in my sweet spot. I'd love to talk about that. I'll tell you exactly what to do. Somebody says, right now I have many things tugging at my time, talent, and money. I would like to do all of them, but find it difficult to decide and focus on one thing. All right, we'll talk about the power of specific direction. And then somebody asks, is the current lifestyle of an author one of your criteria for choosing a book to read and recommend? And I'll tell you why, yes, that is true. Well, our quotation comes from Norman Vincent Peale, who said, change your thoughts and you change your world. Again, we aren't talking about changing the world. That may be a different thing. Change your thoughts and change your world. And a resource You can get my Venn diagram for how to maximize one area of knowledge into multiple streams of income. Now, as you can probably already detect, that addresses one of the the questions that I shared there, how somebody wants to combine, you know, teaching, subscription service, newsletter, all those kind of things. Yeah, if you go to 48days.com slash Venn, V-E-N-N, now that stands for Venn diagram, but I'll show you the model that I use so that I can create multiple streams of income. Knowing that, sure, my book, 48 Days to the Work You Love, still has a basic message, but instead of just having a book and hoping people buy more books, no, I give people multiple ways to experience that message and apply it in their own lives. Lots of different things that we have. So go to 48days.com slash Ben, and you'll figure that out. Now, as you remember from last week, we got a contest going on right now. Just your stories on how did an obstacle launch you into a better place? 
I said I had $100 that a listener sent in telling me just to use it for a contest. So we're going to do this. Let it run for a couple of weeks. So you have to submit your story by May 30th, Memorial Day. So depending on when you're listening to this, you got that much time left. Thanks for those who have already, we've already got some amazing stories that are coming in. But just how did an obstacle, something you thought was going to redirect you, where you needed to recalculate, where did that in fact turn you in a direction that was really a better place. So $100 to one of those that I'll choose arbitrarily, just great stories, but I appreciate all those coming in. Again, I'll announce those on the June 3rd podcast. You know, one of the things that reminded me about with this issue of, gee, where do you want to go? You have to be clear about where you want to go. Remember Alice in Wonderland? There's that famous little dialogue there. Alice said, would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? And the Cheshire cat says, that depends a good deal on where you want to go. Alice says, I don't much care where. And the Cheshire cat says, then it doesn't matter much which way you go. If you don't have a clear destination, it really doesn't matter which way you go. And I hear from people every week who are stuck in that not a clear destination, and so things just continue the way they are. You know, if you have specific things you want to accomplish, you know, I talked to a gentleman yesterday who he and his wife really, really want to move somewhere where they can be closer to the ocean. Well, it's been several years they've been talking about that. What do they need to do? They need to put a timeline on it, need to figure out where they want to go, explore there, choose the option, you know, look at the options, choose one, take action. Now, as you know, questions, if you submit your question, you can go to 48days.com slash ask Dan to submit a question. And if I use it here, I'll send you a fresh copy, autographed copy of 48 Days with a note. Thrilled to send those out each week. Happy to do that. Now, a couple things about the workplace. You know, I don't deal a whole lot with the traditional workplace. We talk a lot about entrepreneurial ideas, how you take an idea and turn it into something really extraordinary. But uh, some interesting things going on right now, to say the least, in the real traditional work model out there. Walmart has a new way to turn college grads into store managers. This is Walmart. Now, not necessarily um, associated with, you know, high pay, great working environment, but they're doing some pretty creative things. I mean, they're a very, very big company, obviously, the largest employer in the United States. They have more than 1.5 million workers, and they typically promote from inside. But they're trying to lure recent college graduates with salaries that pay upwards of $200,000 a year. And what they're doing is bringing people in as managers now to start out in a store management position, usually starts off at about $65,000 a year. But then they're watching you. They're seeing if you really are an emerging leader. And if so, then they move you right up. And they've got openings for about 1,000 people in those kind of positions right now. Now, here's another just interesting tidbit, and we're going to move into these questions. Goldman Sachs has now given their top bankers unlimited vacation days. Again, they're fighting for good talent, how to find and keep good people. They're really known for their grueling work culture. I mean, they've got stories about people, you know, working 100-hour weeks, sleeping five hours a night, 
enduring workplace abuse that was having a serious effect on their mental health. I mean, these are, these are things that are going on that are not very, uh, not very complimentary for them for sure. So what they're doing, one of the things they did is they now have unlimited vacation days. Now, how do you think this is going to work? It's kind of interesting when you really see this played out because they have people, you know, especially younger staff who aren't taking the days off that they have coming to them because they want to prove themselves. So they're there, you know, 12 hours a day, six days a week, seven days a week, you know, these crazy things that lead to a hundred hour working weeks because they want to prove themselves. They want to get advanced, but they want to get promotions and they think that's how to do it. So what they're doing is offering unlimited vacation days. But here's what actually happens. What they've found that has happened is that if somebody has 15 days annually that they're given for vacation, they typically take 15 days. You know what happens when somebody has unlimited days that they can take off? They take 13 days off a year. They take fewer days off if it's unlimited because the feeling seems to be, well, if I take too much time off, you know, somebody else is going to bypass me. Somebody else is going to get that promotion. So having unlimited vacation days actually leads to them taking fewer days off. Pretty interesting phenomenon. I need to dig into that more. It kind of got my attention. Just interesting thing that's happening out there. A couple of things that are happening in the workplace. Well, let's jump into some questions here. This comes from Justin. It says, hi, Dan, I'm an avid weekly listener of your excellent podcast. It's great. Thanks. I've just joined 40 Days Eagles. Uh, I've been an attorney for 35 years and a property developer for about 20 here in Australia. I've built a holiday rental and a child care center, which make excellent cash flow and enabled me to put my legal work on hold during COVID and study environmental sustainability. I'm now starting to apply the principles of environmental sustainability to my existing businesses, and I want to develop it further and wider online with paid courses, newsletter, subscription service, membership, membership group, teaching, as well as teaching offline. I'm an excellent public speaker and local and regional award winner, winning member of our local Toastmasters. I've taught legal courses in Australia uh, and in a lot of other countries overseas. What's the best way to get this all up and running profitably and quickly? Thanks again for your excellent work and information and your always positive attitude, Justin. Well, thanks, Justin. Appreciate your uh, comments and your question. Now, I've been privileged to work with a variety of experts over the last few years, helping them leverage their knowledge into extraordinary and very profitable businesses. I mean, there's, you, I have a kind of a three-part formula that any of you can use to clearly state what you do. Now, here and, and the, the three-part formula is this, I help blank understand blank so they can blank. That's it. I help. So I help high potential individuals understand their unique and most powerful talents and passions so they can make a larger impact, leave a legacy and thrive financially. So you can use that formula to state your own position and work. But here's a common theme. Now, the things that you mentioned that you want to do there, you covered a variety of things. So a lot of authors want to write books. Speakers want to speak. Coaches want to coach. However, if you select one and only one, you're likely to be frustrated with the results. 
both coaches and speakers, and I know those pretty well, pretty intimately. Coaches and speakers, authors, we can all group those together. And about 95% of each of those don't make more than about $40,000 a year if they're doing just that one thing. However, if you select one and then you add another, what if you write a book? I mean, the way that I develop my model, the Venn diagram, is to show the book in the center and I show zero financial projections from the book itself. Meaning if I get royalties, advances, whatever, you know, yeah, those are nice, but I have very little control over those and I don't anticipate anything in those. Whatever I get is just like found money. It's just gravy. What I really focus on is how am I allowing people to experience the message of 48 Days or Wisdom Meets Passion, Rudder of the Day, An Understanding Heart, other books that I have? How can I allow them to experience that in other ways? And I do exactly as you're describing there by having you know, courses, newsletter, mastermind, online groups, all those things. So you're perfectly positioned to do that. Get real clear on your core message. So... Then if you're a great author, but you don't know a lot about speaking, coaching, doing seminars, then you'll you'll have a limited message. But if you are an awesome coach and you speak well, as you say that you do, wow, then you can start leveraging those things, but make sure that they all come back to a central message. That's how you leverage it. So if you go to, um, well, actually, I already gave you the link to go to, to get the Venn diagram, but I also want you to look at the program that I have, the coaching program, not, not just promoting that, but I want you to see what I do in there by helping professionals like you who have a clear message, leverage their message significantly. You'll see testimonials from people that I've worked with very recently there. And so if you go to 48days.com slash experience, experience, just like it sounds, 48days.com slash experience, you'll see there the program that I'm talking about to help people do exactly what you're talking about doing. Well, hey, love these questions. Have more to come here. You submit your question and I use it here. I'll send you an autographed copy of 48 Days to the Work You Love. Maybe some other surprises as well. Known to do that. But if you go to 48days.com slash askdan, you can leave your question there. And we got a brand new kind of link there. I thought the microphone that we had wasn't prominent enough. So Robert, our web guy, has made it very, very prominent where you can just click on that and start talking. Leave an audio message if as well if you choose to do that. Now, Karen says this. She says, what really is my dream? Right now, I have many things tugging at my time, talent, and money. I would like to do all of them, but find it difficult to decide and focus on one thing. Please email me your answer. Well, Karen, I'm going to give you an audio answer here, a little easier for me, and a way that we can share the same information with a lot of other people. So you have a lot of things tugging at your time, talent, and money, all right? You'd like to do a lot of them, all of them, actually. Find it difficult to focus on one thing. Now here we can go back to Alice in Wonderland again. Alice, would you tell me please which way I ought to go from here? The Cheshire cat says, that depends a good deal on where you want to go. Alice says, I don't much care. And the cat says, well, then it doesn't matter much which way you go. So you don't want to be 
that. You don't want to be Alice where you don't have a clear goal. If in fact you don't, then again, we've got a really good prediction of what your life is going to look like three years from now, five years from now. It's going to be pretty much the same exactly as it, what you're doing now, where you still have a lot of ideas, tugging at your time, talent, and money. So you're going to have to focus in and make a decision. Now, Vincent Puglisi has a brand new book out. It's titled The Wealth of Connection. It's a really, really well done book. I had Vincent come into my mastermind, and we just unpacked that book together, The Wealth of Connection. Now, in that book, he tells a story about an encounter with a guy who would come in regularly to the photo printing store where Vincent was working. Now, he was just a couple years out of college, but he had gotten feedback. He had just gotten feedback from a, a photography pro that his photography work had promise, but it showed that he was just a beginner. So inventing his frustration to this customer in the the photo printing store where he was working, um, Vincent said, you know, all my classmates in high school and college have careers started. I'm six years out. I'm stuck in a dead end job. And he continues said, I'm such a loser for working here. Now the gentleman who was a very successful attorney and they developed, you know, just somewhat of a a customer store relationship, but he was very successful. He paused at the door before walking out and he said, Vincent, you're not a loser for working here, but if you're still working here in five years, you are a loser. I mean, Vincent, two weeks later, he quit his job. He quit that job. He was so terrified of Mr. Klein's prediction, wanted to make sure that that didn't happen. But you know what did happen five years later? Or Mr. Klein said, if you're still working here in five years, you're a loser. Five years later, Vincent was on the sidelines in the New York and the New Orleans Superdome photographing the Super Bowl right in the sweet spot of his dream career. He was not a loser because he created a specific path and went all in on making that happen. So Karen, you know, we need to start with the question, where do you want to be five years from now? I mean, we could use uh, Dan Solomon's strategic coach question, the critical question that I've used over and over and over again. That is, if we were meeting three years from today, what has to have happened during that three-year period for you to feel happy about your progress? What are the biggest opportunities that you have that you need to focus on and capture to achieve those things? What, is it, what are things you're going to have to get better at or overcome? What are perceived obstacles? But that's the question you have to ask yourself based on what you're saying. You have a lot of things tugging at your time, talent, and money. I mean, that's a great place to be. Uh, you're, you're fortunate to have those things. But you can't do them all, and you're going to have to decide and focus in on one thing. See, passion is really what we say yes to. It's, it's more de- developed, really, than discovered. I mean, I talk about that in Wisdom Meets Passion. It's that intersection of your multiple interest. When you attach that to a really big problem in the world you want to solve, you identify your unique skills, you create a plan of action that generates income. Wow, there you have a perfect formula for purpose to drive you forward. But now, focusing on one thing doesn't mean the others would have been wrong choices. I mean, Karen, when you when you have all these things that you can choose from. And this is a real common kind of malady or opportunity for creative people. They have a lot of ideas, 
I mean, that's a great place to do. I mean, when I go on a, my walk in the morning, I mean, there's no way I'm going to come back without three or four ideas about new things that I could do. But I can't do all of those. I have to stay focused on what I've decided is a priority for right now, what I want to do. But with that being said, you'll never be outstanding or experience extraordinary success unless you choose one direction for the next five years. You got to focus in. That will allow you to really be great. Again, from Alice in Wonderland, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So what are the areas of your life where you know you have ideas and interest and talent, all of those things. Just just grab a paper and start a list. I mean, it could be anything, you know, just write down. What are those areas? I mean, it's great to have 20. I mean, I really encourage people uh, not to start with just one idea, to start with 20, but then filter those through what you know about yourself. You know, the basic principles in 48 days are identify your skills and abilities, Identify your personality traits. How do you work with other people? And then identify your values, dreams, and passions. If you go through that little process, that'll help you create a clear focus for what really is going to fit for you. But if you don't have a direction, you know, then you don't even need a rudder or or steering wheel. You know, without direction, you're adrift in that stream of life, so to speak. You're subject to all the problems and, and really don't have recourse for addressing even those things that show up as obstacles. But if you have a direction, then you can recalculate. You can always change the specific direction and decide what's the new route you're going to take. So where are you? Where do you want to be in five years from now? What are you going to do? You know, yesterday I participated in a webinar with Michael Hyatt. I mean, I was just a participant. He presented this on how to create a life that uh, combines your your personal life and your business life, you know, where you aren't, don't derail either one, in essence, what it was. And one of the things he said, I jotted down, the longer you wait to take action, the less likely it is that you will take action. Let me run that by you again. Because it's something, I, I wrote it down, it's one of those things, when I get a thought like that, I'll put it up right up in front of me in a computer. I'll print it out put it up there where I just have to focus on it till it becomes a really ingrained part of my thinking. The longer you wait to take action, the less likely it is that you will take action. And I like that. I like that a lot. All right, let me grab another question here. This comes from Tom. Interesting. I, I have never really verbalized this, I don't think. And I appreciate Tom bringing it to my the forefront so we can kind of unpack it here. Tom says, is the current lifestyle of the author one of your criteria for choosing a book to read and recommend? Several years ago, I read a book on consulting by, he names the author. He was wealthy and his advice seemed to ring true, but then I read an article about his lifestyle in a business magazine. He had no home or family. He traveled so much that he FedExed his dirty clothes to his personal assistant each week and she shipped him clean clothes. I stopped reading another author for the same reason. The methods he lived to achieve a four-hour work week did not appeal to me. What say you? Well, yes, I do consider the lifestyle of the author when reading and recommending books. And I could quickly add five or six more authors to your list of authors who I've stopped recommending because of 
observing them living lives that I don't want to appear to be endorsing. I, I don't usually call attention to those or even mention the names. I just simply have them drop off the radar. There were books that I was recommending 10 years ago that I've not mentioned in the last five years because of exactly what you're talking about, because I think the author went off the rails. Now, I know that, you know, truth can come from a lot of sources. I mean, in the Bible, we have a a horse that was spreading truth. So it can come. We don't want to disregard good principles. And there are people out there, even like Napoleon Hill. I mean, we spent an entire year going through Think and Grow Rich in our 48 Days Eagles community. And there's a whole lot of things about Napoleon Hill's personal life that are not commendable at all. And I recognize that. So I don't have a hard and fast rule on this. But yeah, there's, I want, I want the, the messages that are coming from books to be holistically representative of the person who's speaking it as well. I mean, it's like, you know, going to a church, if the, the pastor is, a, is really great. I mean, I knew a pastor one time who was amazing in the pulpit. I mean, he was brilliant. He had a photographic memory. He could recite scripture or from books that he had read perfectly. I mean, he was amazing. But his personal life was just a rat's nest. Now, he was very charismatic, very engaging and attracting people. He left that church, went and started another church and built it successfully. Now, ultimately, his life did kind of unravel, but... Anyway, we get off of that. I want to spend time with people who are people that I would like to be around in, in as much as they have books that they are sharing. I want to think that I would spend time with that person as well and really be you know, engaged in spending time with them. You know, Brian Tracy said one of the hallmark traits of high achievers is that they spend time with people who are already performing at the level at which they want to perform. I mean, Tony Robbins, another one, he's created a pretty impressive career based on the simple idea that proximity is power. I mean, he says, if you want to have an extraordinary life, surround yourself with people who make you better. I mean, people whose success you admire and then model their behavior. Now, that's pretty all-encompassing. Surround yourself with people who make you better, someone whose success you admire, and then you model their behavior. And of course, Jim Rohn, I quote him on here often. He famously said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're spending time in a book, you're, you're really spending time with the author. I mean, authors are pretty transparent. So in some ways, you're spending time with that person who wrote the book if you're reading the book that they wrote. Mike Murdoch, said, pay any price to stay in the presence of extraordinary people. Well, so yes, I do indeed screen what I read based on what I know about the person who wrote the book. Now, a lot of times I read books where I really don't have much knowledge about the person, and I don't go do a lot of research. If it's a concept that I think was laid out well, I mean, I'll still read the book. I read lots and lots of books, and I don't do a lot of research on the authors. But more and more, you know, when I gravitate back to an author, a lot of times I do know about the author. And if somehow his personal life has gone off the rails, yeah, I just kind of stop recommending the books that that person has written. Well, golly, so much good stuff here. Thanks for sending in your questions. You know, I remember we're having this contest. 
You've got till May the 30th to shoot your story in. You can go to 48days.com slash askdan. Send me a story and, and tag it. Let me know that it's one about overcoming some kind of a perceived obstacle. Or overcoming the obstacle puts you in a direction that really sends you in a better direction. Or open up some new opportunities. Now we got some stories in there about tragedies that happen. And certainly not things that you would want or wish on anybody else. But even those sometimes can redirect you into uh, greater opportunity, greater impact, greater influence. A lot of us have stories like that. I'll share some of my own as we're going through these as well. But send those in. We got a $100 prize that was sent in by another listener just to create a contest like this. So I'll announce the winners on June 3rd. But you need to have your story in by May 30th for that. And just go to 48days.com slash ask Dan for that. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Boy, this is, you know, it's amazing how quickly this year is moving by. We're already here in the latter part of May. We're getting ready to start June already, the sixth month. So I hope your year is going well. If you're making specific decisions about what you want this year to look like, you can still recalculate in this year and make this a year that you can be proud to look back on. Thanks for listening, for sending in your questions, for being open to growing, for being a powerful force, for making the world a better place, and for believing without a shadow of a doubt that we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.